Hello there. How are you? Welcome to another intimate episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm going solo today. Can't make it over to the studio. However, I do have this microphone on my desk to record these episodes whenever I can't get there. And it's good to be back. We're staying consistent every Sunday, trudging it right along. Missed a few here and there, but so far so good. The momentum is still going. If you haven't done so, do subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. We release this usually Sunday afternoons between 3 and 6, depending on the schedules of the guests that we've been having. And recently, our episodes have been pretty darn good. I mean, just last week, we talked. We had a great conversation talking rednecks with uh, Joe Bob McGinney, a uh, local comic from Oklahoma, and it was a great convo. I look back, I listened to it. It was good. Before that, we had uh, Seabass Matar, uh, and we were just, uh, I don't know, having some great combos, just shooting the shit amongst friends, and uh, I'm looking into seeing who else we should interview. I want to set a couple of things up, put some feelers out there, see who hits me back. And uh, so in this podcast, I, I wanted to talk about something in regards to you know, there's a lot of superhero movies out there. When, was, when, when did the, the boom really happen? I think it was, I think when the first Iron Man came out, there was like a bunch of other uh, superhero movies happening. And, and it was just one after the other where you got to go to the movie theater to see the next installment. I think it's been happening within the last decade or so, right? More or less. And it's come to the point, if you haven't seen the new Avengers movie, Endgame, now, now's the time. to. I probably wouldn't even say spoilers. I was just having a thought. You guys ever watch superhero movies and it's come to the point that you're just tired of seeing them win all the time? You just want the bad guy to win. I'm rooting for, I've been rooting for Thanos since uh, the last installment. I wanted Thanos to win. I mean, I get it. Thanos... Thanos had the right mindset. That being a supervillain and just trying to make things right as a supervillain, that's righteous. And I root for that. I mean, there's a theory going around that people say that, you know, Thanos with the glove and making anything, you know, happen, he should have doubled the resources. And there's a side of me, when I have a good day, that's like, I get that. Yes, he should have doubled the resources. We all would have been happy. But when I'm having a bad day and, you know, someone cuts me off in traffic, I'm like, yeah, 50% of these people got to go. And even if you did double the resources and there's still dumbasses out there, you know, people that just ruin your day, you're not going to be able to enjoy it because that person is still there. You know, it'll be just as bad. So I get it. I totally get it. And besides, you know, you got to hate a little bit seeing these superheroes just walking around, you know, like, when Thanos was kicking Iron Man's ass, I'm like, yeah, man, that guy, you know, he's got a lot of money. Fuck him. Right? Captain America walking around with that, you know, with that suit looks like a douche. You know, you got to be patriotic. You got to wear something from the, from boots all the way down to that hoodie that goes over your eyes. Doesn't even have a gun. Just a shield. Like, how cocky is that? So, Thanos, I get it. I totally understand. And, I, you know, it's probably not a popular opinion, rooting for the bad guy. But at the same time, let's be honest with ourselves. If you guys had superpowers, like if you had superpowers, 
Okay? It's just, just generic. It doesn't matter what, specifically what the superpower may be. Generically, if you had superpowers, would you be the good guy? Think about it. You would be the good guy, really. You would go to downtown Miami and go up all the way to the top of the Freedom Tower like if you're Batman on a rainy day and you're just looking down at an alley hoping that you'll stop a purse snatcher in his tracks. Really, that's what you would do if you had superpowers. I don't think so. You'd be a vigilante. You'd be a vigilante at best. Okay? There's going to be a couple of loopholes you're going to figure out. You're going to try to finagle your way into some stuff. Come on. Let's be realistic. You wouldn't be a good guy. You'd be a bad guy. Or at least a bad guy that pretends to be a good guy. You know how many purses I would snatch if I had superpowers? I got to pay these bills. You can have all the superpowers in the world, but if you owe somebody money, that's kryptonite. <laughs> all right? If <laughs> so, yeah, but if I, you know, if I were to steal somebody's purse, I'd, I'd just take the money and then like, give them the purse. Like, hey, look, look, I got superpowers. Just give me your purse. Let's make this easy. Give me the money. Look, here, it's a, it's a Prada bag. You can have it. You got your keys still in there. You got your family photos and your cell phone. I don't need that. As a matter of fact, I'm just taking this money to pay for my cell phone, all right? It's survival of the fittest. It's what we do around here. Us humans, we go through evolution, okay? If I'm more fit, I have the right to do this, okay? Done deal. All right, have a good night. Bam, and you out. You know, she goes, oh, tells, oh Batman robbed me. Well, you know, Batman does a lot around here, man. So I think... We should call this, you know, the superpower tax, where people just, <laughs> where people just got to give up, you know, their rights a little bit to be protected as a whole. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I've been sick for like the last four weeks. Well, I'm not in pain. I was in pain like in the beginning of May. I had this awful laryngitis thing, and now it's like it's residing, but it, I still got like coughing. You know, just wake up in the middle of the night, just coughing. Painless coughing. <sighs> Anyways, what other superpower is important out there? Um, you know, like if you were tele- if you had the power to teleport, I think that would be one of my that would be my one of my preferred ways of having a superpower. Teleportation is really cool because you know if shit ever goes down, you can just teleport right out of there, right? You're just in your bedroom, like bam. Well, fuck that, I'm out, right? Get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> You're on the back of a, you're at a nightclub and you're at the back of the line. You know, you're like 40 people deep in the line. You're in the VIP. <coughs> yeah, man, I, it, I, it done deal. I, if you guys think that if you had superpowers, you'd be the good guy, send me an email. Send me an email as to what your logic is in that, that you'd be a good guy for the greater good of man. You're going to be out there solving other people's problems. Come on. All right, anyways, uh, let's close it out with some promos, guys. Uh, you know, whenever I'm solo, keep it short. Maybe in the future I'll do an hour. Um, you know, but I got to get good sponsors. Uh, <laughs> I'm not cheap, people. Uh, all right, promos. Uh, the Miami Comedy membership is slowly fading away. It's about to be $37 a month. Uh, so if you want complimentary drinks, if you want uh, complimentary tickets to our bigger productions at theater shows, make sure you enroll. Uh, we give you a big discount up front, and if you stay in, you lock in that discount, and then once you out, you $37 a month, all right, forever. 
uh, it's a good deal. You know, if we're going to be doing a lot of shows in different venues, you could t- you could tap into my bar tab, and uh, first drinks on me. And uh, documentaries in the works. The Ledge Media shout out, shout out to the Ledge Media. They are currently working in promoting the documentary that we filmed last year. Uh, Rudy, Seabass Matar, and myself, as well as the venues. And the uh, comics we work with, they make cameos on here. And we're showing you the, the kind of work it takes to become a comedian in a city like Miami. And it's a very, um, it's a very n- non-traditional way to put a spotlight on comedy shows, especially in a city like this. Uh, so definitely check it out. Make sure you keep an eye out for the promos because we just pitched the first episode over to Just for Laughs uh, Pro the Miami Film Festival, as well as the Orlando Film Fest. And if it gets picked up and we go through a major distribution channel, guess what? We done blown up. Okay? So, uh, yeah. Keep an eye out. Ledge Media, big shout out. New rooms. All right, I can't announce yet. However, we've got options. Uh, I've been looking for a Thursday night room for a while. Uh, You know, some people kind of like pulled a couple of stunts in terms of the... uh, initial idea um however i'm talking to a couple of gentlemen now that are very well versed in the bar game and they have amazing venues and uh i just want to give first of all i want to give a thanks to everybody involved i want to give a thanks to the red bar okay i want to give thanks to sweet caroline if you're listening okay barter if you're listening shout out um the corner drink house fire and ice if you don't know, my whole vision of MiamiComedy.com was to promote everybody's shows within the channel, okay? And provide seven nights a week for the local comics to go up. And then that way, whenever someone's in town, they can just jump on board our show. No politics, no, no back and forth. You just jump in, right? And everybody has a good shot of uh, performing in Miami. And so far, so good. However, Thursday night has been... It's been difficult to lock in. Um, And the couple of options that we're talking to now, they're extremely promising. And I think that we may have just done it. I'm not sure. But having options is a good thing. And the people we're talking to are extremely professional, courteous, and they understand the power of value. And uh, if it's mutual... That's when a lot of opportunities happen. That's when the cool stuff happens, when there's a mutual understanding, there's a communication thing going on, and nothing but value is being built. That kind of camaraderie brings in good biz. All right? So with that being said, our biggest project from Atlanta to Miami Comedy Show, from Atlanta to Miami Comedy Show, is officially on pre-sale. Just sent out the first email. We've already got some ticket purchases, okay? They're currently $15, one, five. However, Miami, I know you and I know you well. That can shoot up to 50, five, zero. We're going to have five comedians, one host, two comics from Miami, two comics from Atlanta. And you don't want to miss it. These comics have seen BET, Comedy Central, uh, VH1, uh, P. Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedies. We even got like a Miami OG on the lineup, as well as some uh, some stars that are making that are really making a name for themselves and 
you don't want to miss it, especially when there's a big discount up front. So go to mammycomedy.com. It's the first thing you see there. Well, actually, the second thing. On the second section is where we posted the button with a countdown timer on how long you have until the pre-sales are over. Okay? So the pre-sales are going to be $15. The early bird is at $25. General admission at $35. And then the day of is $45. And if you get it at the door, it's $50. Okay? Because, and the reason I did this payment structure is because I know Miami. I know Miami. When we did New- from New York to Miami, we sold like <clears throat> like two two fourths of the room. We sold like two fourths of the room in advance, right? Like half. And then on the day of, we sold like the another thirty five to forty percent the day of. What are you guys waiting for? You know, get them early. You get a big discount. Your date, your your plans are all set. By the way, this show is happening Fourth of July. So if you're gonna plan on buying, if you're gonna buy fireworks, be my guest, okay? But that's probably gonna be more expensive than seeing a comic or a bunch of comics on stage making you laugh with cocktails being served, okay? Craft beers, wines, uh, bottle service. You know, when we did from New York to Miami at the Improv, there was some people getting bottles. It was one big party. And it, we're not just talking about like hee hee ha ha laugh. We're talking about uproarious laughter, okay? Everybody is in on the joke and it is hilarious from the beginning all the way to the end. And it is a powerful end, I must say. Especially when we're bringing Atlanta comics, they know how to, br- they know how to really perform. I think Atlanta has a really cool style of uh, performances and you'll see why in this lineup because uh the person that allowed me to get this booking is also on the lineup so it's a pure synergistic thing of talented performers and uh i can't stress it enough miamicomedy.com get your tickets from atlanta to miami comedy show at the miami improv 8 p.m that's it i'm done and uh with that being said thank you for tuning into the podcast make sure you leave a five-star review Sign up, subscribe to our iTunes, and uh, if you haven't done so, sign up to MiamiComedy.com. Have a good week. I'll see you next Sunday. Bye.